Good Monday, everyone. Uh, this is the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave on a wonderful Monday, uh, just after two here on the East Coast of the United States. And to all the folks around the world, we're glad to have you with us. Um, this is a show where we attempt to bring man into a light which may not have been seen yet. We're going to try. We're going to try. We just want to tell you a little bit about why guys do the thing they do. And I'm joined today by one of my lovely co-hosts, Miss Tiffany Nixon. Tiffany, great to have you here on a Monday. How are things at the beach? Everything is just beautiful here. The uh, weather is starting to get a little bit cooler. I can't wait for fall. I actually saw leaves falling uh, today as I uh, was doing some work out at the historic Columbia Speedway and actually had leaves falling off the tree. And in the booth uh, making all this happen is my very good friend, Mr. Dustin Gilder. Dustin, how are things in the booth today? Uh, fantastic. Uh, a little dark right now because we've got the camera on in case everybody didn't know. <laughs> so everybody can look at Tiffany. Oh, that's that's good. Better than look at her than me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the the funny thing is, Dustin, I can occasionally see your fingers flip up there, which is kind of kind of funny because I know you're signaling and stuff like that. Um, you can join us today. Our telephone number is six four six six five two two zero seven one six four six six five two two zero seven one. A great feature with this is you can actually be on the road and you can listen live uh, via your telephone just by uh, calling into that number. And just sitting back and listening. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can chat with us via our online live chat on hearwomentalk.com. Uh, click on the radio tab, radio chat tab, and either sign in or sign up. You know, uh, we had a, a fun show last week with a couple of interviews with some very interesting ladies. And uh, one of those is going to join us again this week, um, Gloria Maria Forrest. Uh, excuse me. Gosh, she'll kill me. Uh, Gail Maria Forrest, who I want to call Gina for some reason, uh, will uh, be joining us at the quarter hour and uh, talk about some blogs she did and some stuff that kind of fits our discussions here. You know, I had a, uh, a really interesting situation, and this has happened many times over the last year or two, and it's kind of bothered me a bit. Um, I was working with a, a very nice uh, young lady in her mid-40s uh, this weekend, and she was telling me I was, you know, she, she's she been divorced a while, um, very, very nice person, lovely person, and she was telling me that, uh, you know, I was asking her, yeah, do you do any dating, you know, how, how are those kind of things going, and she, she has two teenage children, and she was telling me, no, I, I don't, and I'm not going to do that until these two um, are gone and on their way, and uh, I, I've, I've kind of kind of this kind of gets to me and I, I don't know um why it does but i've had a lot of uh ladies in the same situation talk to me about this and i'm a little puzzled by it and um i tiffany do you have any friends who who have kids who are who are who are kind of not doing any dating at all because because of the children's situation well, I do have a good friend actually who has two daughters, but they're both pretty small. Um, and she, it wasn't that she didn't want to date because she she did date a few guys, um, but they just weren't really up to par. And she said, you know, because of my kids, I'm definitely going to start being pickier. And she said, you know, I'm actually enjoying not even messing with Ben right now. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and, and, and nothing wrong with that. I, I respect her opinion there. Um, I, I just, the, I guess, and, and I come from sort of a different background. My parents were divorced, um, when I was, uh, probably in grade school. And, uh, my mom met my stepfather, uh, probably when I was about to go to high school. And, um, dated, uh, and of course would very rarely, you know, we didn't meet him until well into our dating process. And, uh, but he became my stepfather and was actually one of the most positive influences in my life. A very, an understanding gentleman, um, who understood the situation he was walking into and, and very much was a tremendously positive, um, influence. And I just want to know why so many women that I talk to are almost afraid it seems it maybe not fear is the right word, but I understand caution. Um, but during a time when their hearts may be more filled, uh, maybe could could be more filled for their children, love and all that, if they had love in their life. And uh, this really bothered me. And I, I've talked to a couple of friends, and, and I've seen it um, a number of times. And I don't I don't know why it, it bothers me, but but it does. And I guess because I'm I'm a big kind of hopeless romantic and love for everybody to have love in their life. Dustin, do you have any any female friends, any couples that have done any dating like that? You know, I haven't um, actually. No, I don't know anybody that has children that held off dating. Um, interesting, though. Yeah. I'm also a, a product of my parents being divorced and my mother and father both, I guess, were dating. I mean, I was really young when that happened, so I'm not real sure. Tiffany? I was going to say that, you know, we, we've talked about on the show before that women say, you know, it's really hard to meet men. It's I would think it would be really, really hard to meet them when you have children because a lot of men probably don't want to step into a situation like that. That would be challenging. Well, you know, I think uh, I, I, I agree with that, but I think uh, more people I talk to who are divorced or you know, have been through their first relationship, and again, are in this uh, this world that we we have coined here mature dating. In the you know, in the the late thirties, forties, and on, um, you know, are you know, it's going to be rare that an uh, well, not necessarily rare, but there's going to be a high percentage of the time I would think that either one of the two parties would have children, and um, and and of all ages, you know, on up. Um, and I, I just, I guess I was a little taken aback by, you know, the, the, t- the thing that I know three or four. Now I have a good friend who, uh, a gentleman friend of mine who pretty much said that, but then kind of met the right person and, uh, just got married about a year and a half ago. And, uh, it's been a good relationship for all. And, uh, I, I just wonder if any of our callers out there have any thoughts on this and, and help me because I'm the one obviously that's bothered by this that of a, that a nice, kind lady, um, who I think would be a good a good mate for many, and I hear so many people saying I can't meet anybody, you know, can't find anybody good. It's a really good, sharp, hardworking lady that I think would um, would be a nice fit for a lot. But but people say they can't find anyone, and uh, this may get to something we're going to talk a little bit about Gail with in roadblocks that people put in relationships, and I think uh, I think this is a roadblock and almost a hurdle that. Uh, may become an excuse at a point. And, um, again, give us a call. I'm, I'm really, again, this is, this is a John Banks issue, obviously. 
Um, my number here is 646-652-2071, and uh, I would love to have some of your thoughts. If, if anybody can help me uh, with this issue I'm having because I'm, I'm really bothered by the – I understand people don't want to bring someone that they don't know or they, they don't know well around their children, but to not even be open-eyed and looking – um, just, just, just be open to the idea. Um, it, it kind of bothers me. I, I, I don't know why. See, I think I'm on the opposite side here because I don't have children, and mm-hmm. I probably would not date someone who did. Although, as I get older, it would be a little tougher. So, I'm glad that I'm not going to be single for <laughs> too long. <laughs> but I just well, feel and, like know, that's a whole. Again, I don't have children, so number one, not knowing what to do with children, especially since I don't have my own, stepping into somebody else's world with their children, I just can't imagine. Well, I'm, I'm sure it is difficult. I just, I guess, and, and I know how important raising children is and, and giving them the best. I know all parents want to give their kids the absolute best. Um and I, I just, I, I don't know why, I guess uh, being a non, I don't have children, and uh, not being a father, I, I guess uh, I don't, I'm, I've already admitted I'm selfish with my, my own time and all that, and maybe I don't understand uh, somewhat why why that would be. And it just seems like, uh, again, I've met some very good ladies who have, have you know, really, really sacrificed, and, and fathers as well. And uh, to where it seems like, I mean, hey, it worked for the Brady Bunch. Now, are you talking about little children or any children? Because obviously- I'm talking about any children. The, the, the lady in the story that I'm, I'm telling you about, I mean, her kids were, were 21 and 17. Oh, well, see, I, I think that's different then. I thought you meant just little children because they're so no, time-consuming. Uh- no, I well, and that I could understand that a little more. Mm-hmm. But as they, you know, she just said, you know, until until they're off and you know out on the world on their own. And I'm just saying, well, that's you know that could be another five, seven years of your life when you know you're in your prime to you know to to enjoy love in your life. And I guess uh, you know I would want everyone to have love in their life, and that that's I guess that's where it really bothers me. I don't know. You know, I, like I said, I seem to be the one who this this bothers so, and I'm curious <laughs> at what our our, our um. Well, it doesn't our, bother I, your friend, obviously, does it? That she well, made well, that it decision. She was, you know, she was Tiffany. You're exactly right, and she's very happy and very settled on how she was, um, how she is, and uh, has you know everything's good for her. Um, you know, I I don't know. And like uh, my friend gonna, said, she just doesn't even want to mess with men right now. I, I, you know, hey, some people just don't. I could probably understand that not if you had a little small child. I have a six-month-old, and I could understand not wanting to, you know, go out and do that while you while you're trying to actually you're you're physically raising a child. It's somebody that actually depends on your every move. Um, I could understand that, but once the, you know, as you said, they were uh, the youngest one was seventeen. Yeah. I would think they're pretty much grown. I mean, that's that's you know, they're getting ready to graduate high school. It's time for them, yeah. you know. Yeah, how do you think she needs well, to move I, on? You know, and I would I would hope that uh, you know I mean I, I I did care about the one thing you know when my 
mom got remarried. I think I was, of course, resentful that there was a new, you know, new, new man in my life. And, and, and I went through that, that little bit. It didn't take long to, to see that, uh, my stepfather was a great guy and, uh, was very, very much gave me space, allowed me to be and was very positive. And, uh, again, it turned out to be a very good relationship in my life. Unfortunately, we lost him to, um, cancer a number of years ago. Um, but definitely a very strong, wonderful, uh, part of my life. And, uh, I just, I guess, uh, I guess my call out there is to say, um, I, I understand, but also, you know, there, there, sometime it can add something to a life instead of, I'm sure everyone's concerned of it being a detraction. Um, and I think anytime you can share love in life, um, you know, whether, you know, it's love or relationship there is, um, is important and positive. So anyway, again, this is just, uh, I don't know why, just an issue that's really gotten me. And, uh, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to, um, take a break here you're listening to the john Banks show bringing man out of the cave in just a few moments we'll be back with gail maria forrest and uh discuss some of her blogs on gone puzzle hello everybody you're listening to the john Banks show bringing man out of the cave here on a beautiful monday afternoon september 20th uh reminder our phone number is 646-652-2071 and uh We've got on the line uh, someone who was with us last week who we had a blast with, and uh, she sent me some more stuff from her uh, blog site, um, Gone Puzzle, Miss Gail Maria Forrest. And Gail, uh, good to have you back with us, and um, you sent me some really interesting stuff that I really felt like we had to cut short last week. I wanted to have you back, and the stuff you sent me this week was so much fun, I thought I wanted to have you back today. <laughs> Great, so, glad to be so, back. So I appreciate you coming back, Gail. The the uh, something we were just closing a topic on our first quarter hour, and you and I discussed it briefly. I, I have a friend who um, who has uh, two older sons who she's not doing any dating until they're out of the house, and I I expressed that to you how much that bothered me, and um, you had some thoughts on that. I think that is just a huge mistake. Because, and I'd like her to call me while she's looking in the mirror. Because I think that, and well, I could be looking in the mirror too, and, and I'm older than she is, obviously. Because I just think you're obviously not getting any younger. And we have to face it, like dating men, one of the first things they think about, or see, is what you look like. And unless she has, like, money for, you know, surgical procedures or injectables, which are, you know, more in than surgical procedures, I think that um, it's something she should take a lot more seriously than she obviously is. Well, I, I just am, you know, she's a she's a lovely lady, uh, very kind, personable, and I just I was kind of taken aback. Uh, you know, again, I, I tell the story of, you know, my parents were divorced, my mom got remarried and my stepfather was a wonderful influence in my life and uh you know so i I can understand some concerns but in turn you know at some point do you not need to look out for your own heart and and your own life that um that you you've got to live the rest of well i would kind of i just think we have to be face reality as women and you know kind of understand you men in the cave because let's just say you come out of the cave and you call someone for a date and I mean I know you're married John and you know, I'm not trying to 
destroy your marriage. But if you went on a date, if you went on a date, let's be honest. I mean, let's be just completely honest. What is the first thing when you meet someone that you think about? Well, looks are first, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I could rest my case now because if she's 47, by the time <laughs> the defense rests, by the time she dates again, I don't know how old her boys are, she's not going to be 47, you know, and she's just not going to look. I think you just have to, um, I think that she, it's interesting she's protecting her boys. Just don't bring the men home, but she needs, maybe that's what she could put Perino, if she wants to have those kind of like guidelines in her little dating life and just, don't bring the men home. Don't have them spend the night. I think that's all prudent behavior, prudent, you know, that's prudent to me. But well, she has I to would, get out there. I would agree with you, okay. and I, 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 I totally agree with you. The, um, the, You know, interesting, you had sent uh, me some information about something you had actually put up, I believe, on a blog you had done on Hear Women Talk, talking about deal breakers. And um, right. the the funny thing is it seems like, that it's a deal breaker with this lady even to have any interest at this time. And that just, you know, there, there, as you mentioned in your blog on Hear Women Talk, there, there are so many little deal breakers. And you, you discussed uh, smoking, uh, uh, snoring was one for you. Huge. Kicking clocks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kicking clocks and you are out. <laughs> Did you say ticking clocks? Yeah. You know, like uh, if someone has a clock in their house that ticks, I mean, I'm out the door. Uh, well, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear somebody else say that because that is one of the most maddening things. I can remember my grandparents' house having a ticking clock and just – it sounded like, you know, somebody was hammering on my head after about three minutes of being in that room with that clock. I know. Just, terrible. So, so that person's clock. out, right? The ticking clock is out. The person who's snoring, snoring eliminates all men. Okay. So I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm a little bit stumped because that eliminates just about everybody. But um, I think maybe out there is a the rare man who doesn't snore, and that's who I'm looking for. Well, the the um, you know we we I'm sure we all have deal breakers. Uh, you know, is there a time when you have to put those aside and maybe say that I got to live with one or two of these things? Well, actually, I blogged it on your site, and some women responded, and yes, they they said the same thing. At some point, you have to think about the deal makers. You have to put the deal makers in front of the deal breakers. Gotcha. And a few women said that, that they learned. They thought very seriously, which I never do think seriously, but they thought very seriously about what was the upside to their relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so they yeah. put the upside character, you know, what the up, the makers versus the makers ahead of the breakers. I mean, I think we tend to, and men tend to, maybe until you're 80 or have a heart attack, put the breakers first. But um, these women suggested they put the deal makers ahead of the breakers. That seems like you'd be on this endless wheel if you if you always concentrate on the negative because, let's face it, we're human. Nobody's perfect. So... You have to think about, okay, is this so-called deal breaker? How big of a deal is it really? Exactly. And what is it you really want? I mean, I think like the men I know that are on the endless deal breakers date after date, like the man in the um, blog that you read, John, about um, how he interviews women, he went on 62 dates. 
in four months. Sixty-two. I, I, I knew him. I knew him through all these dates, and I, I mean, it's impossible to believe that all sixty-two women, you know, were wrong. Well, how could he possibly know after one date? Anyway. I mean, if you read my blog, he has this checklist. I mean, he has—he literally has the checklist of what is important, as what he has to, what are his criteria. And if you fail the checklist, you don't go to, you don't get the next free meal. Is there anybody out there that would meet all the cr- criteria? I mean, is it even That's- humanly possible? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, nobody yet, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're still going still through. Looking. Still going through the interview process. Uh, does Does he ever feel like? Well, we. Well, I want to talk about that blog uh, in a second. We'll We'll get to some of that because I thought this was a howl, and I, I do know some guys who who kind of kind of go through these type things. Um, the The you know, Gail, what, what's a what's a deal maker for you? What's a deal maker? Um, what's a deal maker? Oh, God, see, that is a hard question. I was right there with the ticking clocks as the breaker. And now- <laughs> <laughs> so you know your list of breakers, the makers. Oh, my God. What is like, oh, that's a good question for everybody, just like right off the top of their head. What's their deal maker? Yeah. What is, yeah. I don't, oh, my God. What's your deal oh, maker okay. while we let Gail scan her head? My deal yeah, maker? Go. Oh, oh, gosh, number one, manners, 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 manners. How do you define that? <laughs> like not peeing in public? I mean, what's manners? No, just common courtesy. Like, um, I, you weren't with us during one of our first shows when I discussed the uh, test that I put my fiancé through. The first time I invited him over to dinner at my house. One of the main reasons I invited him over was, A, I wanted to impress him with my cooking skills. But, B... <laughs> I wanted to see if he would bring anything because to me, if someone invites you to their home, you're supposed to bring something. And if he wouldn't have brought anything, I would have thought he had no manners. And that might have been a deal breaker. But he showed up with a bottle of wine and it was actually, and it wasn't even cheap wine. So I was impressed. That's a tricky one though, bringing a gift. See, I would have been a breaker for you right away because I don't think I would have brought a gift. So if somebody invited you to their home for dinner for the first time, you would not have brought something? Oh, myself. I always just think that is the greatest gift of all. No. I just, no. <laughs> yeah, you'd have been out the door. Out the door. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he doesn't yeah, have to do it now, but, you know, this is this is in the um, I want to impress you phase. I'm mortified. I've learned from you now, Tiffany. <laughs> no wonder I'm alone. I'm sorry. Gail, that, that might be a southern thing. Us, uh, us southern people, we uh, tend to uh, think it's it's nice to come uh, with something in hand. And I know that yeah. anytime. Yeah, even it uh, when we. Nice. And when my wife and I go to uh, friends for dinner, uh, we always bring something. You know. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a, a way. You you know, you you uh, Chicagoans may may learn from this little gig. See, that's why Southerners say Yankees are so rude. See, there you go. We are rude. <laughs> but I uh, recently I had a party Friday night, and one of my girlfriends brought a little treat bag. I thought that was so sweet. So it is nice. I just don't think I, I always think of the cheapest way out. Oh, see, my, one of our chatters says she's a Northerner, and she always brings something. 
So I guess wow. it's not a southern thing. Uh, I bring wine. Ale. I mean, I just pull a bottle of wine out of my own wine cabinet. I do bring wine, but I ha- I've learned today. Thank you. Well, well, this is this is blog, more blog material. We'll be back in just a minute with um, our guests, Gail Maria Forrest uh, from Gone Puzzle, and uh, Tiffany on the John Bank Show, bringing man out of the cave. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. We're back on the John Bank Show, bringing man out of the cave. Uh, here on a Monday for the Zeus Radio Network and hearwomentalk.com. Uh, we're joined today by Gail Maria Forrest, uh, blogger of, of a blog called Gone Puzzle. Gail, you told us a little bit about this last week, and um, and we I wanted to have you on for discuss some other things. But give me a little bit again about, about your blog, um, where people can find it, and uh, why you do it. Oh, yeah. Thank bless you, darling. Um, it's www.gonpuzzle.com. You can just put that in your little address bar over my head technologically, but others can do that. And um, I started it just because my girlfriends and I were just getting crankier and crankier and more and more, like, outspoken and, you know, not just caring about anything but basically ourselves and, you know, a little bit about each other. And um, it's been going on. I'm starting year four. You know, and I blog a lot about, you know, just what irritates me on a daily basis and men and dating per your show and what my male friends have to say and what we think about that and things that go wrong and very little that goes right. But it's always um, funny. I always try and keep it very, very funny, and I love when people comment. So um, sort of that's the short version. Well, that and that's a good enough version. The the key is they can find you, again, www. G-O-N-E-P-A-U-S-A-L, yeah, one word. One word, dot com. Yeah, um, and, dot and com. Speaking of one you, you had, it really caught my eye, and uh, you had sent me a note, hey, check this out, and I did, and had a good laugh with it, but it was very interesting, and it uh, kind of goes with uh, my, my girl Tiffany here, who tests her dates, um, which I'm not a big testing fan. As, uh, of course, you're not. You're a man. Right. Well, I'm not, I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't think men should do any testing either. I think you should be yourself. And um, we found out, as uh, we discussed a little bit last week, internet dating. That uh, we believe everybody's lying on the internet. Am I correct? Everybody. Everybody. So that that's. Uh, just a word out there to the wise in the internet land. They're all lying. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you you had a funny one this week about about a friend of yours, Charlie. Um, dating tips for those seeking immediate answers. And it sounds like Charlie, when he goes about these dates, and I think you told us forty two and four months or sixty two. Sixty two and four months. He treats them like a job interview. He does because he is interviewing for a wife. He is actually on his wife search. So he thinks you just need to get, like, he's retired. He doesn't want a woman who works because a woman who works means they can't, aren't free to travel with him. So that's, like, his first question, whether or not you work. Hmm. That's a big deal. A good answer would be, well, I do now, but I sure don't have to if you want to do something about it. (laughs) <laughs> no, but here's, the other, here's the rob darling he doesn't he wants you to bring your own money too oh so he doesn't want you to have a job but he wants you to have money okay how does he figure it okay so he wants an, an heiress 
Yeah, he wants someone who can contribute, you know, like their fair share, and he doesn't have to, like, for travel. Or, yeah, he wants a widow. Is that a is a widow a male or a female? A widow or a widow? A female. Female. So a widow. He, yeah. he wants a widow. He wants a widow, or he wants someone who's retired with a pension, or retired, or divorcee, you know, who got a good settlement, um, something like that. Yeah. So that's like one and two. So the so the re- the first one really kind of begs the second one. Well, <laughs> you know, know what I'm uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, funny. Uh, uh, Dustin, you just uh, chatted me something. You want to go into that? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's how I found mine. I sold her a car. <laughs> I was working at Myrtle <laughs> Beach Chevrolet. Yeah, I was working at Myrtle Beach Chevrolet selling cars, and she walked up on the lot, and I decided she was the one. She said, I'll take a so, ride, but not the car, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the funny thing is, Dustin, an expensive car or a cheap car? Um, it was uh, mi- middle of the road. Oh. You know, Dustin, the way he put it, said the best way to find a wife is not to look for one. That doesn't work for Charlie. After sixty-two no, he's looking days, and, you know, it's, yeah. it, you know, the thing about it is, uh, do you feel, and I feel, in reading what you said about him, that I don't know how he can truly look at someone because, in a way, he's got his list of deal breakers, and he's really not spending time to get to know these people, obviously. No, I mean, not if they, you know, answer incorrectly one or two. That retired one is huge. I think if you're not retired, you're O-U-T immediately. Well, now, does he, yeah. I mean, is, 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 does he meet these? How does he meet 62 people in four months? Online. Online. They're all, Online. Inter, all Internet dates. Now, so they're every all one Internet of them, dates. Every one of them, every one of them says to me, because I was like his um, little confidant for all almost all 62, Everyone is made, this could be it. She could be it. She could be it. Unless he didn't have, like, he had zero chemistry, then they're out also. But, um, and I think that's a good question. Now, what constitutes chemistry? Well, I think you have to be face to face to know anything about chemistry. I don't think you can, in any way, shape, or form, think about chemistry via online. And I, um, you know, I just think that's a tragedy. That uh, someone would uh, take any belief for, you know, does he actually send them the quiz? I mean, no, he, he, t- he, t- a- he took every one of them out to dinner. Oh, okay. Gail, do you have so the quiz did. on your blog? I'm looking for it right now. Yeah, it's sort of on my quad. It's, it's on there, isn't it, John? I think it's yeah, it on there. Yeah, the top one on the, on the blog. Top. Um, it's called dating, okay. uh, whatever I, I called it. But it was interesting because I posted it on Open Salon, which is another website, and everyone who commented was a man. But I actually thought women would get into it, and men really got into it. What what kind of comments did you get, Gail? Well, they took it seriously. I mean, they were like, well, I think that pets, you know, like pets are okay because he has has a dog, so he has to have a dog like her. He's not going to get rid of his dog for someone. And I agree with him on that one. Sure. Me too. And and then some other man said, well, you know, you really have to take, I don't know, I mean, I can't remember these comments, but I, every one of them was a man, you know, what, you know, kind of commenting on his set of criteria, which I thought, I thought I was going to get a lot of women to jump in, but I got men, which I always find interesting. <laughs> well, the, you know, the thing about that is what that tells me is that they're, they're really not open to, they're, I guess they're actively searching one thing, not openly looking for someone interesting who could make a great relationship. 
Or yeah, the fact that... One that I'm sorry, go ahead. You go. Uh, I was just going to say the fact that um, he's so confident that he can get all these dates, women find that confidence attractive, and maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Does he well, let him know? He's, he's, he's attractive. I mean, he yeah. told me this summer that actually one woman stopped dating him first, and he was in shock. I mean, he's an attractive man for his age. I mean, you know, for his age, he's 66. He's getting, and here's what I think happens, John, and, well, you're happily married, so we can't really use you as a barometer. I think he was getting very nervous that he's 66 and unmarried, because much like your girlfriend, your friend is 47, mm -hmm. it doesn't mm -hmm. keep getting better. I mean, the, the gene pool doesn't get larger, it shrinks. Maybe if we tell her that, she could understand this. Like, her dating pool is going to shrink the longer she waits. Well, I, and I and agree so, with you. Well, it's, it's like the gentleman we discussed that you uh, blogged about last week who has recently got engaged. You felt that um, he was a habitual dater, and uh, you said that the quality of his catch, per se, was going down. And you yep. felt that that was one of the things that may have pushed him to, to get engaged. Yeah, that and his income get it going down also. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the... the Go ahead. No, you go. I'm sorry. Go. No, it's okay. That the uh, I, I I just you know when when people are um, unsure about or well I guess if you do, I just it, it amazes me the closed mind thoughts that go into meeting someone uh, because if if you really don't have an open mind then you really don't know what you're meeting and and when you meet someone do you really get to know them? Uh, no, you get you get a, a very small taste of who they are. And I mean, well, I read something. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, ah, you're sorry, rolling. Go. Oh, I read an interesting blog that some guy wrote who was very funny. He calls himself a, a low Jim, a little old Jewish man, which I thought, you know, he, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And he put yeah. in parents pronounced low Jim. But he said that he looks in the mirror and he still thinks he's 35. and But he's not. He's like 55 or he's 60. But he doesn't like his catch-22, and this is what also your 47-year-old friend should think about, is he doesn't want to date women his age. There's, I don't know one man who's single in their 60s, because, you know, that's my demographic of male friends. Not one of them wants to date a woman in their 60s. Why not? Because they look 60. They look like they're in their 60s. Of course, so do these men. I mean, so that's like well, the crazy part. Yeah, but well, if they the, have the uh, incomes, I guess they can get the younger women, right? Yeah, until I do think there's a breaking point where you have to have so much money. Like, I had a friend like that. He went out with, I mean, he is singularly unattractive. He looks like a lawn ornament. I mean, seriously, <laughs> a gnome. One of those little gnomes. Uh -huh. But he is so wealthy that he got, he was going out with women 20-something, in their 20s, 30s, and everybody knew who he was because he's a prom, in a, from a prominent family. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've noticed recently that no matter, he doesn't, he doesn't have enough money anymore. He has a lot of money, but not enough for the 35-year-olds anymore, or the 40-year-olds, or the 45-year-olds. Well, so, you know, he, he's getting closer to have to dating. He's getting closer to having to date women his own, closer to his own age. So there is a breaking point even with the money unless you're, you know. I was going to say with each things. decade, does the another zero have to be tacked on to the end? I think so, don't you? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We're going to see how many zeros are out there because uh, we're going to continue this in just a few minutes. You're listening to The John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave on Monday, September 20th. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave. And I'll tell you what, this is the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk, but I might want to go back in the cave. With the conversation. I just heard over the break, if you guys could only have heard the conversation going on, we're going to bring that some to the air because I think I just heard one of the craziest statements I've ever heard. Gail, can you expand on that point of that this is all of a sudden a business relationship at a certain age? Yeah, it's like the godfather. It's business, not personal. Because I think we have so much criteria. You know, when you're young, you have none. Well, I always had some, but I'm much more cold-blooded. But I, I think it, when, as you get older, you have more and more, <laughs> you have more and more criteria because you've lived too long. You know, you just have too much, have too much information, basically. So I think that you have to approach dating, or you don't have to. You can do whatever you want, but you can approach it more as like a business decision. On some level, it is a business decision, like you know how you're going to run your business with someone um i know that sounds heartless but and also if you're well if you're a woman who's been single and who's self-sufficient and supports herself then you know it's not like you need someone else and you you date someone because you want to date them not because you need to date them or because you have all these starry-eyed visions of creating this perfect life together with these happy little babies and a picket fence if you're like past all that, it's totally different than right. Because so then you're looking for a certain type of interaction, right, or a certain type of relationship. I mean, well, I, yeah, uh, I ladies, <laughs> you know, there, there's a four-letter word that's used a lot out there. It's called love. <laughs> is there? Is there? I mean, is there any part of the warmth and passion of being with someone that that is more important? Than the zeros in their pocketbook. Oh no, well, you definitely. A, there's a Tina Turner song that says, "What's love got to do with it?" <laughs> no, I think what we're. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got a lot to do with it. <laughs> no, what we were getting it? at is, I mean, you you don't you you just look at it differently. Like, okay, I don't need someone to make my life complete, but when you find someone. It's it's all. I think the love is even better because you're with that person because you want to be. You don't need them for any other reason. You're self-sufficient, so the love is probably stronger then. Well, I mean, as you get older, yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I mean, I'm really just I'm not good at this. I wasn't a good. I wasn't a good married person. You know, I'm not. I'm a good. I'm not even sure I'm a good single person. I'm down in the middle <laughs> earth. I'm somewhere, in, I'm somewhere in middle earth. Maybe you're just not. Are you just a bad person, it's, Gina? Is that I know I'm rude and never bring a gift. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you had that man with all those zeros, you might be able to bring that nice bottle of wine next time you go to your girlfriend's house. I don't know. I must say for me, and I know this is really the business, this is the business angle, that I really want someone to come. At this point in my life, I really need someone to come with some, you know, some serious money, cash. 
Now, Gail, let me ask you this: If if, if you were to meet a, a really nice gentleman who who you were physically attracted to, mentally, some, something, I mean, does intelligence attract you at all? It's a great sense of humor. You know, this guy had all these, all the, all the deal makers. They were lined up in a row, and um, and you know, and and he was uh, uh, not well off, uh, but you know, but. But just a good guy, good financial background, not great, not, you know, not, not a lot of zeros in the bank. How many zeros are we talking? No, I mean, let's, how many zeros? Well, I mean, I, I'm saying you're not staying at the Ritz every time you go to Hawaii, but, you know, you're at least able to get a holiday in and, you know, Palo Alto somewhere. I mean, you know, just, just you know. So I'm, at the, so I'm at the Red Roof Inn with this smart, funny guy. Who, yes, who, you're at the Holiday Inn with yeah, a smart, funny guy with no cash. I don't know. No. You're not there. No. You'd, be, you'd rather be at the Ritz with a guy with no personality, no sense of humor, ugly, and at the Ritz. Is he ill? Does he have a chronic disease? Is he like, how old is he and how? <laughs> Would it be how ugly? He's chronically ill? Right. No, is he ser- terminally ill? Because then, then the answer is yes. <laughs> That's great. Then she's uh, yeah. like, oh, let's get married. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Well, well, I'm sorry. Well, 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 your interview should be pretty easy. Are you dying? <laughs> Have you got a checkbook? How sick are you? Okay. Yeah. How, yeah. How sick are you? Can I be your doctor? Can I your latest medical report? I know, like the financial and medical report. Oh, my gosh. I thought you know. I know. I, I'm you know, crying I, in here. I, I, Can I, you I, see I, me on the camera? I felt I was blessed to be in love, and now I know I'm screwed. <laughs> Actually, care about my Good wife. thing those medical records are confidential. Woo. Holy cow, man! <laughs> I well, know. I hope well, I'm alone. Know. Does that like answer your question? I'm just trying to help others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Gail, exactly how is that you're helping others? I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious oh, no. about how that helps us. I think I think it was very helpful to your forty-seven-year-old friend. <laughs> Seriously, she needs just to get out there before she needs, you know, before it'll be sad for her. Before she gets I mean, ready it, to look at medical records <laughs> prior to dating. Well, before you know, she wants to date, and none of the men her age want to date her because they're his, they're her age. So um, yeah, she could have. She has a nice group of young fifty-year-olds now. I mean, should have those men. Let's, we should, you know, I'm, I could be helpful to her. I mean, for people like myself, my girlfriends, we're just we're jaded. We're kind of. I hear We're that. in the business of, <laughs> in the business that. What gave it away? <laughs> I hear that. Well, you, you know the. I don't have one girlfriend. I do not have one girlfriend, and if she lost her husband, of course. Most of my girlfriends, if they lost their husbands, right, it would be maybe a partially a banner day. But, but they would have, they would, none of them would remarry. Wow, wow! Isn't that? Would you remarry? I mean, God Me? forbid, in a God forbid situation. <laughs> yes. Would, would I remarry? Yes. Yes. You would. I very much. Oh. I very much love being in love. 
Gale. It really makes my life better. And, uh, I mean, I just spent uh, two weeks with my wife down in Florida, and we used that time to really, you know, kind of reconnect where we go our own way so much for work and everything else. And, and man, just coming out of that week, spending some time with her this weekend, I realized, you know, it's that time when I, I miss her more than normal. You know, no. I, really, I really care for her, and I really love her, and I, I, I am very filled. My life is, my heart is full, and that's a wonderful well, you're thing. Well, you man. Tiffany and I are the cave women. Yeah, really. I mean, I don't. I don't think most men are that way. What about the women? I think that Tiffany and I are living in the cave, and you are out of the cave. You're an enlightened man. Well, I try to Very think so. And How did I end up, up in the cave? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, I didn't ask Tiffany somebody if they were dying now. Well, well Tiffany. Before, before the engagement occurred, was there any medical records passed? <laughs> no, I never asked if he was dying. I assumed he wasn't. <laughs> I might be. Right. I might not be. early. They're making mistakes early on. <laughs> I know. All I cared about you is know. if he brought a lousy bottle of wine to dinner. Jeez. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany, you need to come take come look, come up here to the north. Maybe it's maybe it's northern women. I really believe I that. Yeah, but my mom is my mom is a Yankee though, so I don't know. She, I don't remember her asking anybody for medical records when she was dating as I was growing up. <laughs> Although she might have been better served if she had some of the guys that uh that she ended up with. Unfortunately for her. Well, if it, Gail, if it makes you feel any better, my wife and I have had the discussions of if one of us were to pass. We both have told each other, please, you know, please pursue. And, and really? she has told me that, yeah, that she, she has told me that, you know, if there were to be a next time, financial would be, uh, would be something important to her. And I think that may be, um, more the male and female minds, uh, more of needing someone to take care of. You know, or be taken care of. Make sure they're secure. But you all were uh, young right. when you married, weren't you, John? What's that? Weren't you and your wife pretty young when you got married? Uh, we were 26. Yeah, so. 26. Wow. Yeah. Things are different yeah. in 26, and I don't well, know I mean, how we you had do that, now. Yeah, we, I mean, we've had this discussion in the last year or so. I mean, mm -hmm. and she told me financial would be important to her, which I, you know, me and my, my idealistic ways thought that was sad, but hey. You know, I won't be here, so that's up to her. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be here to share any of the money. But, that's right. Um, that's right. Does it do anything? I don't know. Does it do anything? I had a male friend recently tell me if I could set him up with a really wealthy woman, and he makes money, that he would give me a percentage. So you see, it's like everyone. <laughs> so now you're now you're a wife broker. I know I could be, and I and I know just well. I know the woman. I know two women like that. But men, I mean, ironically, men. A lot of men don't want to marry a wealthy woman. I think it takes a certain kind of man to want to marry a wealthy, very very wealthy woman. Really? Why is that? Because I think money. Who has your money really wields the power slash control. I mean, I think that's just reality. In some situations, yes, I agree with that. I agree with right. that. Right. And a lot of men who don't want to give up, or they're very frightened about the thought of giving up any of the power and or control. So they don't want wealthy women because they don't want to do that. I think if I got wealthy, my, my fiancé would be thrilled to death. And he wouldn't give up any control. Yeah. 
He wouldn't. No, no, definitely well, not. Well, what you know, the the idea is not to control one another. The idea is to love one another and enhance the other's lives. Right. Right. That sounds like a crazy <laughs> thing, doesn't it, Gail? <laughs> I know. It's like I, I, when I, when we hang up, I really have to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> Gail, uh, we are I running have out really of time. Really, some been, serious thinking. What? Yeah, it's been it's been a blast having you on. I want you to be a regular compu- uh, contributor to this show because you're you're very funny and we enjoy talking to you. Um, we actually will be back next week um, on uh, the John Banks show. Bring your man out of the cave. I got to make some more money just in case. I know. Uh, you know if something happens, I got to marry again. I yeah, got to become you're... attractive with money and a death sentence. <laughs> I've got to go now crawl back in my cave. This is Me too. I'm going back in mine right now. It, it's pretty rough out here, ladies, so watch <laughs> out. Guys, it's pretty I know. Loud. We look forward to our audience next week on the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave. Have a great day, everybody.